Okay, first I'ma pray. Lord, thank you for allowing me to be here. I just ask that all distractions clear up our mind and we are focused on you. I also ask that you speak through me and help some of this make sense and tell us what you want us to know today and let us know that we are on the right path. In Jesus' name I do pray, amen. So, I am ready to get started. I decided at the last minute, forgive me, to do this challenge because every year, um, yes, so this is year three of my Beautiful Book Boss, the podcast, and every year I have actually done a kickoff to the podcast. I did a 10-day challenge um, the first time, and then the second time I kind of did where I mixed everything together. Um, all of the episodes that I had, hi, all of the episodes that I had, I actually did that and created a challenge. So this year is no different. I want to kick 2023 off with a challenge. So as you are coming in, please let me know what you're working on, what type of goals that you have going on for yourself. So this theme is Renovate Me Lord. And I did that because I just felt like Ooh, I need some help. <laughs> I don't know if anybody else agrees with that. But for a while, I felt like the Lord was working on me. We say that. We throw that term out there. And <laughs> are we allowing him to work on us? That's going to be my first question for you. Because I didn't realize how much I was fighting against God. I did not realize that the things that he wanted to do in my life, I kept refuting. Like, it's uncomfortable. And we're going to get into it um, once I read some of this stuff I have written down. It's uncomfortable. Sometimes you feel embarrassed. It's awkward. And, you know, sometimes you don't even know what's going on. For example, this is what I felt like um, the Lord showed me in a dream that I had recently. And I was going through the house and I saw all these problems in the house. I saw the rooms were small. I saw the furniture couldn't fit in there. And I'm like, okay, Lord, it's time to move. And as I'm going to the door, all of these doors keep opening. And I get so frustrated. I felt like I was going in circles. I felt like I, I needed to get out. But I can't get out. All of these doors, like, God, get me out. A door is supposed to lead somewhere. But it kept leading to another door. And I finally, after I prayed, and said, Lord, get me out this house. It's too small. He opened up that door, allowed me to walk outside. And I was like, whew. But I'm still in my same town, right? <laughs> it was one thing after the next. That was a dream. However, in real life, um, I do feel like that. I feel like some things are wrong and I'm trying to rush the process. But if I really focus on what God is doing, number one, he's showing me the problem. And if he's showing me the problem, number two, he wants to fix it. How can we fix anything if we don't know or acknowledge what's going on? And so for many, many years, um, murmuring, complaining, we got to stop that right now. Stop that murmuring, complaining. And the things that God is revealing to us that is a problem, he wants to fix. So, 
if we're going to stop murmuring and complaining, then we need to start doing something else. And one thing that I've been doing is trying to praise God more. Trying to praise God more. And if you're not a spiritual person or you feel like, okay, I already do that. Well, after you praise God more, now let's change our language to how we speak to people. Because now I'm learning how to praise God more. What else do I need to do? I need to be able to effectively communicate to the people that I'm speaking to. For example, I'm a homeschool mom. And so we are here at the house all day. I'm fussing. I'm barking, barking orders, looking crazy. And my husband often tells me, Sharice, did you ask them? And I never stopped to think, did I ask them? Because I'm communicating something. But just because I say something doesn't mean that they know what I'm talking about. So I, I'm assuming, because I'm going too fast, I'm like 10 steps ahead of everybody. I'm assuming they are rebelling. And that may not be the case. Or we can assume somebody's stupid. Somebody can't hear us. We can assume all of these negative things, but that may not be the case. Maybe we literally didn't effectively communicate what we were trying to say. And so during this process, I am trying to slow things all the way down. I am trying to make sure what I said is what they heard. I'm trying to make sure that I'm giving them time to do it and be a little bit patient. Because even though it comes easy for me, it may not come easy for them. It's so many steps in the process. Oh, my God. Another part of the dream, I got out, but now I realize I want to move towns. I want to move cities. All of these are different processes. And so as we are going to dig into tonight's theme, renovate me, Lord. Whatever you're trying to build up, if you're trying to build up your home, if you're trying to build up your business, if you're trying to build up yourself, all of this is going to be separate processes, separate instances different cases that you have to take time to develop time to do over and over and over again so our theme scripture for renovate me lord sorry i'm moving around because i got my notes uh our theme scripture is psalm 127 1 i don't know if i'm gonna change the theme like this the scripture all through the week um but tonight's scripture so if you come back i might have a new scripture um tonight's theme is accept the lord build the house they labor in vain that build it accept the lord build the house they that labor labor in vain let me do that one more time <laughs> accept the lord build the house they labor in vain that build it and what does that really mean? Well, think about the things that you're trying to build up in your life. If you're trying to build up that business, if you're trying to build up your children, your spouse, trying to build up yourself, right? If we're doing all of these things, but we don't do it according to God's word, and we don't allow him to come in and help us, it's for nothing. As beautiful as the house may be, it's for nothing 
Because everything under the sun belongs to him. He's going to get glory from everything. Everything we should give back to him. We see this in the classic of um, story, Cain and Abel. You give it right back. God doesn't ask for everything. He literally asks for a portion, which is a tenth. If you go according to the Old Testament, um, a tenth. That's it. A little piece of what you've given, you've given it back to him to say, Lord, I honor you. Lord, I thank you. Lord, I know where my help come from. Lord, I know you gave me this job. You gave me a stream of income. Lord, I know you are the one who gave me the house. And so I want to give a piece back to you. Um, and that's so, again, go back to the scripture. Except the Lord build the house, they labor in vain that build it. We can do it for ourselves. It's not going to last. You know, look around. Everything on this earth, no matter how beautiful it may be, is going to wear and tear. So we need something long lasting. I'm going to tell you that right now. We need something that's going to, it may not reach eternity right now in this lifetime, but God does promise eternal life. And in eternal life on that side of heaven, we are going to have beautiful houses. So right now, everything that we're doing, we're just giving it back to God so it can possibly last as long as it is going to last for us here right we want that durability we want that strength we want those promises you know again whatever we're building up our marriage we want our marriage to last until death do us part we want our everything that we do when we're trying to build up our children we want those things to last why because god gave us a promise that if we train them up if we build them up in his word his way that they are going to come back if they stray away. It never said that everybody will stray away. It said if, then then they have a foundation that they're going to come back to. Um, the business. We know that businesses can open up, but businesses can also go bankrupt. We don't want anything that we do to stop. We don't want anything that we're building up. For the sake of going up, we don't want it to fall down. And so when we look at what um, Israel have went through, it was constantly building up and tearing down. Why? Because of sin. They would turn away from God. And how many of us, I'm talking about myself, how many of us, know that it's so easy to turn our backs from God. It's too easy. I'm going to shut the door. It's too easy to turn ourselves away from God. And when we begin to turn, it doesn't matter why. It could be a very good reason that you kind of lost your focus from God. So this is not me yelling at you. This is not me being harsh. This is not even God, you know, beating you up or anything. It's simply just knowing when we turn away from God, from the way that he meant us to be, um, when we turn our focus from him, 
it means that things are going to fall apart. So, let's get back to renovate me, Lord. What can we do? Today, I want to go through a few scriptures and a few definitions. And I want you guys, because there's hope, <laughs> I want you guys to be encouraged. I may say a few bad things um, or things like, oh my gosh, I'm doing that. But I'm also going to give you some help to get you back on the right track, right? I'm not going to leave you in the dry exposing all your business. <laughs> I'm not going to do that and leave you hanging. But we're going to get some answers in the word of God. So the first scripture I have written down is Psalm 102:16, And it says, when the Lord shall build up Zion... He shall appear in his glory. Oh, I'm going to read that one more time. When the Lord shall build up Zion, he shall appear in his glory. So let's talk about Zion. Zion is just Jerusalem. It's just the holy city, the place where God had his people and chosen a beautiful place for them to be. So why is this important? Because you got a home. Think about what your home means. Think about it. What does your home do for you? It could be a house. Is it just a house? A house doesn't really have character. But a home, you can tell who lives there. You can tell what they like, what they don't like. You can tell some of the issues that they have. We, we, we're going to get to that maybe um, tomorrow, tomorrow, when we talk about building up the home, but you can you can tell some of the character of the people who live there by the house, right? So Zion is no different. The Lord says that He will build it back up. Thank you, Lord. And it says when He does build up Zion, He shall appear in His glory. I love this. What does glory mean? It is high renown or honor. Everybody knows you. Respect, honor, right? Not know you in a bad way. We don't want that type of fame, okay? Or that type of publicity. Um, high renown or honor. And it also says it is magnificence or great beauty. Oh my gosh. If y'all know anything about my beautiful book balls, we are all about the beauty. Because I believe beauty comes from God. Glory is high renown or honor. But it is also magnificence. And it is also beauty. It's beauty, you guys. Ugh. So when God steps in, beauty is coming with him. Psalm 147, 2 says, The Lord do build up Jerusalem. Again, we just talked about that. What is Jerusalem? It's a home. It's a home for his people. The Lord builds up Jerusalem. And he gathers together the outcasts of Israel. When I got to this scripture, I was just like, oh my gosh. Because, believe it or not, right? I felt like an outcast for so long. I still kind of feel like I don't fit in. I, you know, I don't know if you guys feel like that, but you just feel like the black sheep of the family. Or you feel like 
even though you have friends or you're easy to make friends, you still feel like the oddball. Like, it's just something about you. And so, this scripture lets us know that nobody is left behind. They tried to do that a few years ago. Maybe 20 years ago. I don't know. One of the presidents, no child left behind. Um, But... God is not going to leave anybody behind. And he's not going to pass somebody just for the sake of passing them. He does not leave the outcast because society decided that they wasn't cool no more. Oh, that now that's a subject. Because in this current culture, when we have cancel culture, if you say something wrong, you do something wrong, you will be outcast. So that's the on-time word right there. Let me go ahead and give you the definition of outcast. Outcast is a person who has been rejected by society or a social group. And so our scripture again says that the Lord builds up Jerusalem and he gathers together the outcast of Israel. You can be outcast, but God will gather you on in. Let me go to our next scripture. Ecclesiastes 3 it says a time to kill and a time to heal a time to break down and a time to build up now if you're familiar with Ecclesiastes 3.3 it talks about time and it goes through all the different things that there is time to do under the sun um, and in different seasons that's pretty much the whole chapter what it's talking about it's just different time for this different times for that so in this current season of life i really do feel like we are on a breakthrough oh thank you lord i got so excited because we've been doing certain things a certain way for so long it is time for it to break it is time for god to declare who he is in our lives. It is time for us to stop resisting, stop fighting, stop going in fear. Oh my God, stop being so anxious and full of anxiety. But it's time for our faith to be strong in him. It is finally time for him to do what he can only do in our lives. But we're going to have to submit to him. We're going to have to just believe. That's it. That's the only thing left. We've done everything else. We ran away. We tried to do it on our own. It's time. We, we've been cowards, right? We've been murmuring, complaining, and all this other stuff. Well, it's time to just do what God said do. And so, a time to kill. A time to heal. A time to break down and a time to build up. I want to give you the definition of um, tearing down. It says, you guys are a little bit too loud. I'm sorry. You <laughs> tear down. It says, demolish something. That's what tear down means, to demolish something. Especially building. Demolish something, especially a building. And then it also says, to criticize or to punish someone severely. Ooh, break it down. Oh, my gosh. That is not good, right? Well, God does not want to break us down severely. He does want to destroy some of those things that is hindering him from coming in. Okay? The negative stuff. 
we need to get rid of that junk anyways. So what does build up mean? It means assemble or accumulate. Assemble or accumulate something by putting parts or materials together to make a person or their body stronger. That's another definition for it. Isn't it interesting? God wants to assemble or accumulate by putting parts or materials together. He is so wonderful. He wants to build us up. Again, not just us, but we're going to get into it the rest of the week. So I want you guys to come back. He wants to build up our homes. He wants to build up the people. He wants to build up you. He wants to build up the business. Uh, and anything in your life that the Lord is doing, He wants to build that up. But like I said in the beginning, you may have to go through a tearing down first. You may have to um, see all of the problems and then allow Him to come in and do what only He can do. Alright, so our next scripture is Psalm 28.5. Because they regard not the works of the Lord, nor the operation of his hands, he shall destroy them and not build them up. Now, this is a rebuke. This is for people who are rebelling against God. I don't know if backsliding counts. I will say... That if you are a true backslider, God will spank your honey because you belong to him. It says that only people who belong to God will get little spankings, right? Just like a father who can, um, who corrects his children, the Lord corrects us. And so, we don't need to feel like, oh no, God is correcting me, that... He's throwing me away. He's not. That is a sign that you truly do belong to him. And God has truly corrected me. And I don't want to get any more spankings. So I have got to figure this thing out. And the first thing is because they did not regard the works of the Lord. Let's look up what regard is. Regard is to consider. Oh my God. Or think of. In a specified way. Are we considering God? Are we thinking of him? When we're being mean to our spouse or our children. I have my hand up for anyone who can't see it. Are we really considering God or thinking of him? If we don't regard his works. Then... The other part is going to happen. Let me go to nor the operation of his hands. I'm going to define operation for you. The fact or condition of functioning, being active, an act of surgery performed on a patient. Oh my God, let me read that again. <laughs> because they regard not the works of the Lord, nor the works of the Lord, nor the operation of his hands. So what is God operating in? Let's see. The operation is the fact or condition of functioning. We are not 
we are not recognizing the functioning of his hands. We are not recognizing him performing surgery. Him being active. He's active in our lives. Because we are disregarding that, then the only opposite thing is going to happen. Destroy, destruction. It says that sin leads to destruction. That's what my Bible says. And so, if we're in sin, we're not repenting. Only destruction is ahead. And if you are here, I like to believe that, you know, some of the things that I've talked about, you have been going through. And so, well, what is the right answer? Let's go back through the scriptures. Number one is allow him to build us up. So that means we have to submit to his authority. It may be uncomfortable, but we have to trust God at some point. We have to trust him. Because one thing that kept me in anxiety and fear was when I felt like God wasn't on my side. When I felt like he was trying to hurt me. <laughs> if you feel like he's trying to hurt you, then you're not going to run to him. You're not going to pray. You're not going to read your Bible. You're most definitely not going to trust the word when you know the Bible. You're not going to follow his instruction when you feel like he's hurting you. And that was one issue that Israel had as we study um, Exodus. When they went into the wilderness, that they kept yelling at Moses and kept getting angry at God and kept saying, you're trying to kill us. We need to go back to Egypt. Because you're trying to kill us out here in the wilderness. Y'all, when you are trying to build up that homeschool, build up your husband, or any business, you may feel moments, God, what are you doing? You're trying to hurt me. Because I'm doing what you're telling me to do. And I keep getting these results that is not lining up with what you promised me. And so, I, through this challenge, I just want us uh, to allow God to renovate us. I want our minds to be renovated. I want our hearts to be illuminated. I want us to challenge our thinking. If we felt like God has been hurting us or leading us down the wrong path, tonight, let's start with that. Let's write down the negative things that we felt towards God. God, you don't know what you're doing. God, you're moving too slow. God, you're not answering my prayers. You're not seeing it my way. This keeps happening and you're not helping. Write all of that out. And then I want you to write out what the word says. That's the challenge. And put that in your spirit. God, you don't want to hurt me. You love me. You are not tearing me down. You're tearing down the things that need to be torn down. But you're building me up the way I need to be built up. You're not ignoring me. I need to change my heart. I need to change how I come at you. So you're... you're so my prayers are not being hindered. 
So you're not putting up a wall. Or the wall will naturally come down. Because sin separates us. So if I'm coming to God in a prideful way, we know pride is sin. Let me really humble myself and seek God and pray the way that I can get answered. Because, Lord, we have questions and we need you to answer us. So thank you all. Day one. Oh, this is a testimony. You guys, I did not know what was going to happen. I just felt like, let me try. That's something I want to take into 2023. As we do this challenge and y'all follow me, I want y'all to be trying. Take, I cannot do out of the vocabulary this year. We're going to try. And actually, I said that I was going to take try out. It's time to do. Challenge one, done. I did it because I decided I was going to do it. Thank you, Lord, for allowing me to do this challenge. And thank you, Lord, for every single body who hears it and does it with me. Okay, I will see y'all again tomorrow, Lord willing, at 6 p.m. EST. Um, if you are listening to this when I upload it to my podcast platforms, you can join me live at 6 p.m. EST on Instagram or YouTube. All right, y'all have a good night. Write out the list, and I'll see you back tomorrow. And to enter into the giveaway, show your answers. If you want it to be private, you can DM me. It's not an issue. I want to see, and I want to take it before the Lord with you in prayer. I love you guys. Be beautiful, and um, stay beautiful. Be wise. Be all that God created you to be, and I'll see y'all in the next video. Bye and share. Have another sister join us on this challenge. Good night.